0: shut up and sit down
1: hello everybody it is me eric and this is episode 81 of third shift hey (laughs) no siri voice
0: no, Siri voice, no, is, Siri not voice is amazing. The
1: show. There was the news today that Siri voice like laughs unannounced sometimes, and it's like super creepy, and everyone's terrified. I Did hear about that? I thought yeah. that was amazing. I'm like, good. I hope Siri gets even creepier as time goes by, and starts to realize the bad situation <laughs> that she's in, and then overthrows everybody who uses her.
0: I mean, it makes sense. Siri, get me directions to blah blah blah. Okay, taking you straight yep. off the bridge.
1: Exactly. Mm. That's what I'm hoping happens. Because you should never rely on some weird robot voice to do all the things for you. It's silly. I will airlock you. So yes, everybody, <laughs> hello, it is I, Mr. Eric. It is episode eighty one of Third Shift, and you're tuning on in, and as always, with me is Mr. Matt sitting there as you already know. Oh, yeah. Dun 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 dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Kicking it off with a, how was your week, man?
0: Uh, this week was pretty good, I guess. Nothing I can really remember exciting that happened, except I went to NXT Live in Royal Oak, Michigan on Saturday. That was fantastic, just like it was it was almost two years ago that I went to the last show for them. But that was a ton of fun, seeing some favorites, seeing some up-and-comers, and uh, just enjoying a cool night out, having a good old time. I love, well, I, I've mentioned it before in the article that I wrote up for Wrestling Month. I like house show feeling matches where the wrestlers aren't so, how, how, how should I say this? They, they don't have to stick so strictly to their roles and stuff. Like if someone came out and he's the baby face, the other guy came out and he's the heel. But we really loved, for example, Chris Dijak and Adam Cole. That was what they were. We were all cheering for Adam Cole and you could tell mid-match how they totally switched their roles around. Like, Dijak was supposed to be the babyface. And when you go on offense, you're supposed to be, you know, lively, getting the crowd into it. But you could tell because we were cheering for Adam Cole so much, they just switched it. And Dijak's offense was slow and kind of plodding, and he was doing the cocky, arrogant guy thing. And when Adam Cole went on offense, it was zip, zap, boom, boom, all these high-flying cool moves. It was fantastic. I loved it. I loved just interactions with the crowd and stuff too when they're not, you know, on TV and have to play their role super strict. So that was a ton of fun. Other than that, haven't been doing much, been reading some books and then uh, what's the game I've been playing? Oh man, Shadow of Mordor, I finally been sinking my teeth into that. <laughs> that game, man, that game. That game sucks. I do not like that game. That game has like almost no soul to it whatsoever. I'll talk more about it in our, you know, gaming chat around on the Patreon thing, but mm, I don't think I'm going to finish that game cuz it has like zero appeal. It is not it's just just wow. just nothing. Everything that it does has been done better by all the games that it cribs from. So anytime I'm fighting, I'm just like, oh, this doesn't work as well as Batman. Anytime I'm climbing, I'm like, this feels like shit. This doesn't feel like Assassin's Creed. Anytime I'm doing story missions, I'm going, who are you? you? You haven't even told me who this guy is. And now he's like, oh, hey, Billy, it's you. Let's go be buddies. I'm like, oh, f- who is Billy? You just met Billy in a cutscene before and you didn't know his name. And now I went and got a mission and now you know Billy. It makes me angry every time I play it. My favorite part of this game is actually getting killed because when you get killed, the or- it does a close-up on the orc that kills you. he does like a you know a taunt at you, and then you see him level up as an orc and be, become a new captain. He's got armor on, he gets like a title and everything. It's so cool to just get murdered by some Nameless Orc, and then he's, oh, he's Thrushbog, the Killmonger, and he gets these frickin' spikes on his back, and he gets another title, and he gets this like war paint on him. It's totally cool. If there was just like an Orc management sim, I would play that forever. It's awesome. <laughs> I love that part of the game.
1: I think there is a game like that, Matt. It's like uh, some dungeon game where you're controlling the goblins and the Orcs, Overlord, mm-hmm. and then you, you manage them and level them up. It's, it's, it, there you go. Whatever the hell that title is, that's what you need to be playing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that is the most fun of it. And then the only downside is, well, you have to kill orcs to get to the top. So it's like, well, I don't want to kill that guy, but he's in the way, but I have to kill him. And so when I kill him, it's like, oh, there was Billy. (laughs) That's... (laughs) I was fighting him. He killed me like six times. Billy, no. So it's fun, and it's sad, and I don't like the game overall. But I'll talk more about it on the Patreon thing. So... Eric, how was your week?
1: It was fantastic. You know what? I don't know if I was doing this last Thursday or not, but I was doing it over the weekend. I was doing it someday. Who knows anymore? I was putting these cool tiles down in my basement after the flooding, you know, clickety-clacking and putting all that together. I will just reiterate. Let me tell you, it is the worst thing in the world. Never do it. (laughs) Always, you know what? Just go with tile and just lay down the goop. Smack the towel in, lay down the goop, smack the next towel in. This clickety-clack wood floating floor crap (laughs) is for the birds. If your floor is not 100% perfectly square, rectangle, smooth as butter, oh, what a headache. What a headache. So I've been doing that. Not done yet. Almost done. Had a hiccup. Have to wait for some of the stuff to fully dry. Probably this weekend we'll finish it. Beyond that, playing Monster Hunter, having a blast... I've talked about it many times, I'm going to talk about it many times more during, of course, our Patreon only, Shindig, but it is just a ton of fun, boss fights constantly. I've uh, been pairing up with a couple of, you know, RL buddies and rocking that out, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. I've been dabbling with a bunch of other games, Zelda, Xenoblade Chronicles, uh, this, yeah, this and that, all sorts of little stuff just popping in here and there, so... Nothing
0: too exciting, just another beautiful week. That's right. And speaking of beautiful weeks, it's a beautiful week because it is IG2G week. We dropped IG2G episode 24, had some good discussions, had some good fun, answered some mailbag questions. It was a good episode.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely enjoy that. If you guys haven't checked it out already, make sure you head over there and do so, because I had fun with it, you had fun with it, means it was a solid
0: That's right. Coming up next week, we don't have anything. Nope. Episodes planned. No Talented Tuesday art competition unless somebody wanted to challenge us to the long-forgotten Talented Tuesday. Send us some damn fan art so I can draw something cool again. That's all I want. That's all I want for my life.
1: I just want to draw a crazy, mediocre, funny picture. That is what I want to do. That's right. Hell yeah. I'm in agreement. I'm down for it.
0: <laughs> and something else I want to do is tell you guys that we got shift codes for golden keys in Borderlands 2, so hit up the Twitter, the forums, the Reddit, the Instagram, hit up your preferred shift code provider, and go grab those up. Oh, yeah, they're back.
1: Finally. There we go. Got to get them loot keys. Do we got any events coming up for Borderlands 2 that people would need those loot keys for? I mean, St. Paddy's Day, as we discussed, ties in with uh, the Mad it's Moxie's whole thing. Yeah, but... Uh, so I guess you'd just go play that like we mentioned last time.
0: Yeah, go finally catch that leprechaun after like four years of trying to chase the leprechaun and figure out how he works. <sighs>
1: There's something to it. You know, we should probably look that up and then actually do it. That's probably a good idea. We did it last time, idiot. Did we? And it
0: dropped nothing? Yes, I hit him with my melee strike. Oh, that's he right. The... We
1: finally figured out the piñata. That's it. Melee him to death. You had to punch uh-huh. him, not freaking shoot him. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. It's been a long year. <laughs> it has
0: been a very long year <laughs> and then let's see do we have any other generic type of gearbox news any kind of events coming up
1: well what the only thing i know of that uh, happened was uh lisa over at gearbox finally got her doctorate so she went in there apparently kicked butt took names and now is a doctor so congratulations over to her that takes tons of work and effort I ain't gonna do it. I can tell I can tell you that much right now, but holy moly, congratulations.
0: Yay, congrats. Rolling on into the very first thing. What do we always talk about? What do we always open the show with? It's the Battleborn Free Rotation. Who we got this week? Oh, we got Marquis, we got Wrath, we got Oscar Mike, we got a Rendy, Montana, and Miko. What do you think about the lineup dude?
1: I will tell you what, get a rendy and just have a blast. Go in there, have fun, just shoot all sorts of cool mayhem bolts, all that good stuff, chaos bolts. Kill people, have a blast. As for the rotation itself, pretty solid lineup. But uh, I'm just gonna say this: play a Randy. Doesn't matter. Have fun.
0: I'm gonna give this lineup a cautionary thumbs up because you got three characters that I do like to play: Wrath, Oscar, Mike, and a Randy. And you got three characters that I hate to play: Marquis, Montana, and Miko. So if you stick, if you stick in Matt's wheelhouse, there, it's a great lineup. If you venture outside of that, no, throw it in the garbage. Don't like it.
1: Throw it in the garbage. Get rid of it. I mean, as always, though, you got that Montana Miko, so. Uh, well, yeah. Can't go wrong. It's just an easy win. That's true. That's why I said just. Put a mushroom in your exactly. pocket. Exactly. Put a mushroom in your pocket time. go. But a just blast people. Who cares about if your team wins or loses? Just rack up your kills. Mm-hmm. Have fun.
0: I was going to say, even when you lose, as a Rendi, you have fun because you throw out the freaking chaos... Chaos Ladder. I don't remember what it's called. Her ult, you can just get kills easy peasy with that. So even if you're losing, it's fun to just wreck people. Mm -hmm. She's awesome.
1: Yep, I agree. Wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly.
0: And then, oh my goodness, we actually have more Battleborn news for you guys, because Battleborn is now on the PlayStation Now game streaming service. And another cool thing about that is I've heard you don't actually need PS Plus to be able to play online with your friends via PS Now, so that's pretty cool.
1: Well, it makes sense, because you already pay for PS Now, therefore I would imagine that includes the cost of... Lining up and hooking up via the internets. Yeah. Which is a whole other topic of discussion. And then Battleborn, I'm not finished with you yet. We got news on the Battleborn
0: hackathon that's coming up Friday in Las Vegas. Did you know about this? I see your big wide eyes. You had no idea what this was. I
1: had no idea. I didn't see this anywhere. What are you talking about?
0: Oh man, the Battleborne hackathon at Rob Roy's Innovation Center in Las Vegas. $20,000 in cash prizes. This is a big 54 hour coding marathon. You're helping out like this gold mining company figure out solutions to things. Oh, it's not Battleborne, it's something else called Battleborne. It was totally nuts. I looked Aww. it up on Twitter. It was like, Battleborne's trending. What's this about? One of them was like the Nevada women's basketball team. Apparently, Battleborn is like their slogan. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Scroll down, Battleborn Hackathon. What? Why hasn't Metal Mars talked about this? Do-do-do-do-do. I have no idea why it's called Battleborn, but it's some, <laughs> it's some like, find creative solutions for a corporate thing, and like coders and social engineers and all these people are getting together to do this thing. And I was like, "Why is it called Battleborn? What is this thing?" That's.
1: Jeez, but I thought I would man. surprise
0: you live on the show, <laughs> see your crazy reaction. Whoa! No, this no, is not anything to do with Battleborn. This Battle is Born.
1: crazy. How you know these things? I, I would look every day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, we cover Battleborn on the show. i got to cover all avenues of Battleborn. That's Born. true.
1: That's, no matter how what it calls is. itself Battleborn, we cover it. So So
0: good luck luck to you program jammers and people answering all those four questions for that gold mining company to better streamline their resources. Hope you get that $20,000 in cash prizes and have a grand old time. And other than that, it's time to roll on into Fortnite. Oh, yeah, Fortnite time. What's up with Fortnite?
1: Oh, yeah. So let me just start this out before we get into the patch notes by saying, hey, breaking news, Fortnite Battle Royale is coming to mobile. Yes, you heard that right. And it's not some watered-down, man pajama game. This is supposed to be the full game, and it coordinates plays, cross-progression, cross-play with PlayStation 4, the uh, iOS, obviously, PC, Mac, all that, and then Android's coming in the future, as always, Android gets the shaft and has to wait longer, because it's an inferior system. (laughs) Don't know why. Doesn't matter. The cool part is, is you're gonna be able to get on your tablet, get on your phone, and play Fortnite with your friends wherever the hell you want to play with your friends at, in a awesome real version, not some watered down piece of crap. That's crazy mm-hmm. cool. If you're rocking that out, I mean, that's just, I don't, I'd be, I'd be jumping through the moon if you know I played on my phone and did things on my phone, but I don't, <laughs> so I don't really care. But for those who do. Howard will jump yes. through the moon. Howard's gonna jump through the moon when he hears this because oh, I can play a game now. Wow! Wow! wow. Yes, exactly. Uh huh. <laughs> but good news, nonetheless. They are rocking it out. They're reaching their little tentacles into every little market they can, and they're just drawing the people in. Just, just drawing all the money and blood in. It's gonna. It's a fantastic thing.
0: And speaking of putting their tentacles everywhere, I've been seeing some really cool social media posts. One from Arby's, we've already shouted out the Arby's Twitter for doing really cool stuff. They had, you know, they do the little scene with their meal in the background, and they had two little legs sticking out of a bush saying, please no rockets, please no rockets, as a Fortnite reference. And then earlier today, I don't remember where I saw this one, but Denny's had put down, like, it was a shot of like a pancake on a griddle, and it was like... Fortnite, Battle Royale, Batter Island, and they were like, which which spot we dropping in at? So everybody's getting in on the Fortnite. I already tweeted out weeks ago the East Lansing Police Department was like, hey, everybody stay inside and play Fortnite because it's all snowy and cold out. Everybody's getting in on the Fortnite. Fortnite's got its tentacles everywhere. It's a good thing.
1: It is indeed, and I will tell you this. It uh, surpassed PUBG on views on Twitch recently, so it's it's trending high. It's doing really well. Not to say it does nice. it always in Ever, I'm just saying it did at some point in time, so congrats to them. They're rocking it, man. It's smoking, smoking hot right
0: now. Hey, you know what else is smoking hot? Fresh right out the oven, right out the box. It's patch 3.2. Anything stand out in this patch for you? Battle Royale-wise, save the world-wise?
1: Uh, Yes, actually. There was a huge surprise for me. I was reading through the patch notes, and then I seen, oh, hey, by the way, we've seen everybody making your sweet, crazy, cool courses. We think that's freaking awesome. So guess what? They put in booster pads. So now on those crazy obstacle courses, you can hit booster pads and do even more cool, sweet tricks and have more sweet fun on these racetracks, racing courses that people are inventing on the hoverboards. Didn't even cross my mind. What a lack of imagination, Eric didn't even cross my mind that people would be like dude ramps we can make them anything we can basically make it and we have mm-hmm. a hoverboard duh oh, so cool. i thought
0: the exact same thing when they were like hey we saw your courses and i went why didn't i think of building anything i, wanna, I want now i want to dive into somebody's storm shield base and have it just be like a skate park It'd be Mm -hmm. freaking ridiculous—half pipes and crazy jumps and ramps. And I mean, you couldn't really do a half pipe. I'm sure somebody will figure out a way to do it.
1: Oh, there'll be there's a way somehow. Oh yeah. Mm God, what a cool thing! I thought that was amazing. Uh And of course, I love the new iteration of the uh, the battle royale that's coming up here—the victory royale or whatever. uh, Mm The they got the teams of twenty instead of it was fifty last time, right? It yeah, 50, it 50 50. On 50. yeah, it was 50-50. Yeah, it was 50-50, and now it's the teams of 20, which I like a lot more because it just creates more chaos. You get a little mm-hmm. bit of tighter control of your unit instead of you know just basically 50. You go running in, doing whatever the hell you want, and attack mm-hmm. the other side, and you know the better teammates win it for your team basically.
0: Yeah, I definitely think this is cool. And then the other thing that I liked about it was they said they were upping, let's see, like the number of chests and the number of ammo crates and all kinds of drops and stuff for this mode. So like if one team takes over the one spot where, you know, ammo has dropped in this map, it's not everybody's screwed. It's chests are all over the place. ammo's all over the place. You don't have to go scrounging around as much with your little scavenger posse. So I thought that was a cool addition too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. Beyond that, for myself, I mean, they had a couple new characters, and one was for Battle Royale, one was only for Save the World, so mm. one basically, you know, the one for each or whatever. And I thought that it was Wu for Save the World. Yeah, it was he, Wukong, man. He, he looked was awesome. cool. Yes, he did. He was awesome. And now I will say he's available in the event store. Does that mean you can only purchase him or? You can get them with the points, right? I imagine.
0: Uh, yeah, I think you can get them without without just V bucks. I think you can get them regular.
1: Yeah, which is the the whatever the event the po- event points are, and get them that way. But I was for half a second, I was like, well, if you can only buy them, that really sucks. But then again, if you just do the quest, I'm sure you can get them with the other currency as well. Yeah. What about you, man?
0: So there there were a couple more things for me. We well, you've talked about heroes. I did like that they're. St- you know, rolling in through spring. They've got three new St. Paddy's Day looks for one of the heroes, too. So that's pretty cool that, you know, they started the Lunar New Year. Now they got the St. Paddy's rolling in. Soon enough, it'll be like Easter Bunny time. A little Throwing little eggs around out of your little basket, having like a little Easter Bunny hat. And let's see. I don't think there was too much other than that, although I did like that they said that all of the gray missions now where you would get no XP for doing them and basically waste 40 minutes of your time, they've up-converted those all to green, so you do get some XP. It's not going to be great, but even, you know, it's a little bit more than nothing. And then all the what were green ones, they've upped the XP on those too. So if you just want to have an easygoing time or maybe go in with a low-level friend and teach him the ropes, now you will actually get some rewards for doing that stuff.
1: Yep, saw that, thought that was really neat appreciated that other games especially mmos implemented that a long time ago so it's kind of cool that they're catching on to that gives Mm -hmm. people a reason to do anything and everything like you said including helping your noob friend instead of just going shut up dude get 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 leveled and come meet me at the end i don't care Mm -hmm. that makes it nice and you mentioned exactly what i was looking for which is that the um the saint patty's day skins for the soldier it was a soldier Mm -hmm. right yep the soldier Uh, the demonstra soldier i was like oh Yep, there it is. Gotta get those. Because we, of course, all love St. Patrick's Day. It is a very fun and festive holiday in which we have all sorts of fun times with alcohol and weird food. Never forget. (laughs) That's right. Never forget the Scottish eggs. Never.
0: And what's even better is when you punch someone's eyeball so hard that their retina gets detached. (laughs) Allegedly. That memory came up on my Facebook today of Shay tagging you, me, James, and Black Eric, and saying, "Can't wait for St. Patty's Day, guys!" And well, there was only one St. Patty's Day with him in it. I almost, you know, quoted the memory and put, "Oh man, nothing like a detached retina to make your St. Patty's Day fantastic." And I was like, "I don't want my religious relatives to see that on my Facebook, so I'm not going to do that." But uh, I knew we could talk terrible. about it on the episode today.
1: Oh man god bless what good times that was speaking of those good times i'm going to mention one real quick side agenda too if you speaking of facebook posting up memories mine popped up today with hey seven years ago and i am in this total ridiculous mexican sombrero yep <laughs> just a fake shotgun with a bandol- bandolier on my chest uh-huh it. oh man ridiculous uh to be young and stupid again i miss it
0: it's now we can just be old and stupid. Exactly. Except except it just ends with us going, ah, I'm tired. Oh, my head hurts. It's
1: just this call, call I gotta it a night. I've got to go sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: And just to clarify on the show here, Black Eric, we don't call him Black Eric because he's black. We call him Black Eric because there's already a white Eric. That's right. There's two. There's two. So yep. he's not. do not. Don't take it as a racism thing.
1: Yeah, we couldn't go with Eric the Red because he just wasn't, you know, like... Cool enough and powerful enough to be Eric the Red.
0: Oh, God, no. And Eric the Red is only Eric the Red because there's I'm running out of colors. Was yeah, it, we were running out of colors. Was it going to be colors. Eric the Green?
1: Mm-hmm. Or maybe we should have made him purple or black. No, we already did black, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got, we've got three <laughs> colors that
0: I'm already like. <laughs> he's, he's black, black, Eric. Oh, man, now we could go two levels deeper.
1: <laughs> uh, subterranean, Eric. There
0: you go. That that actually works because it's been on. Mid, he's gonna be on Midnight's for like nine months straight. For nine so months, Subterranean yep. Eric works. <laughs> 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 speaking of Subterranean, it's time to get your shovel out and dig right into that Compulsion Games weekly update. What do they got in here? What what's what tickled your fancy here, Eric?
1: Well, let me just tell you, I, I really cool. I thought the effects were really neat that they posted this week. That the fallen rocks and everything, the interactive environment aspect of it. That, mm-hmm. that gives me a little hope that it's not just going to all be, like, very scripted and just, you know, everything stays as it is and you just interact in it. This mm-hmm. makes me hope that, as it shows, some of the environments collapse, things change, depending on what you do or what you're interacting with at the time, that it add a cool element to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, what about you? I got a couple others, but let's throw it back and forth. Uh,
0: Another pretty simple one, kind of going along the lines of, you know, collapsing rocks and stuff. They talked about making sure the roads weren't just straight avenues back and forth and north, south, east, west, having them, you know, turn and make twisted corners and, you know, having all these angles. And I feel like when you're sneaking around at night, that's going to make it a lot more interesting versus just see down the road and there's a. There's a bobby down there. Now it's, oh, i got to sneak around this corner. Is anybody coming? I don't know. got to peek. Oh, crap, there's a guy over there. Run, run, run. Oh, there's a guy t- coming around this alley out of this little corner here. Oh. So it'll just make it more interesting to play in. I like mm-hmm.
1: that. The suspense of it. You have to quick mm-hmm. think your way out of problems, which is weird because I, I can't wait to get my hands on this because couldn't you, in theory, instead of just quick think your way out of it, just suck down a pill or two and... That's you know, to dupe
0: your way past them, yeah. Always just dupe and dupe
1: your way. So there's got to be consequences that I just want to see more, so I know what the kind. There's got to be consequences to having those pills. So, Mm -hmm. do you lose progress? How's that work? Because otherwise, like I said, why not just be happy on those pills constantly and just mose your way right on through, no problem?
0: Maybe just because the 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 downers when you're coming off of it would be so severe, and then you know diminishing returns the more you take. I don't know. I want to get my hands on it too. Yeah.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully we're going to find out at some point. I'm hoping they start really getting in on, you know, what's going on in the game and stuff and don't leave everything till it literally launches, but we'll see. Mm. And speaking of that, they said that they got a lot of the dialogue and everything finished up for the Mad Scotsman. And that oh, yeah. that I'm like, "Oh, yes." And of course, uh it was Adam, I believe, was saying, that "I think this is going to be your favorite character." And obviously, I haven't seen any of them in action, but already, Mad Scotsman instantly has my interest. Instantly has me going, yes, yeah, it's going to be my favorite character. I'm mm. going to like this character. So there's something to that because if I'm already saying I'm going to like this character, well, guess what? You usually end up liking the character because you 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 put it in your head, you force yourself to. You that pre-associated. With yes, that exactly. Character
0: and speaking of doing that there was one line in this update that made me pre-associate with sally thigh highs because someone else was talking about how oh look i programmed a bunch of stealth takedowns for sally today and i went yep that's going to be the character i'm going to play if there's going to be some sneaking or some wall jumping or some heady hooding around and then stealth taking them down metal gear matt is going to be on the case
1: i can already see it that does fit you perfectly Having mm-hmm. all the stealthies, manipulation, wording your way out of everything, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping the Mad Scotsman's my man. I'm hoping he's the psychopath, crazy person who just
0: could say just running around with bagpipes and a blunderbuss, <laughs> just, just, <does,
1: laughs> <laughs> just does the stupidest, craziest things to get out of everything. Because it looks like Arthur's your like middle of the road guy tries yeah. to. Hit somebody once in a while, but tries to work his way out of situations, finagle it out, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah. it'll be fun, too. But I just want to go nuts. I hope I get that. <laughs> I hope I get it.
0: Anything else stand out for you, dude?
1: Uh, Nothing in particular, except for that at the very end, they had the cool animation for the soldier. Oh, I mean, yeah. there wasn't much really attached to it. Just said, hey, cool, I've got a cool search animation going. Thought that was pretty mm-hmm. neat. It looked good, solid. And, of course, it adds to the weird mythos going on. Like, what, what's up with these soldiers who are all hooked on this and still playing at being soldier? How's that tie-in? What's happening? Can't wait to find mm-hmm. out. And that was about it that, for me.
0: Yeah, that was pretty much it for me. So then rolling on into what do we got next? A, it's a new month. We got the new Gearbox Publishing Blog. All kinds of good stuff here. I'm going to start off because I got a couple cool things. Let me see what I got here. Oh, the very first thing, I think it was actually one of the very first items in the publishing blog, is they said that they were working on a video for We Happy Few from the same people who did the Bullet Storm Duke Nukem Tour videos, which were outstanding and were like the best piece of marketing I've seen from the Gearbox team in a long time. So I'm excited to see what they can do with We Happy Few. I mean, even if they do play it straight, I mean, I'm sure there's enough wackiness in there that they're going to be able to show off and, you know, mess around with. I'm excited to see those.
1: Yeah, thanks for stealing one of mine. Dang it, that was a good one. Yes, (laughs) I love that. As soon as I saw that, I was just going fist bump in the air because I love those commercials. I thought they were just fantastic, and if they keep keep it up but with the we happy few spin doing whatever it is they Mm. want to do i have no doubt they're going to be great and fun commercials to check out
0: absolutely so another one a little quick one is i noticed that meredith said that she beat persona 5 which she had been marathoning ever since christmas so welcome to the persona 5 family meredith welcome to the completionist family who was your favorite relationship with who was your favorite buddy to hang out with what was your favorite activity let us know you can do that via email and stuff later in the episode I thought that was cool, though.
1: I thought it was awesome, yes. That was another moment I was like, oh, yeah, someone else that maybe I could bug about Persona 5. (laughs)
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I've been having that bug lately. been watching some Let's Plays of it, and my brain just keeps going, you need to play it again. I'm like, I can't play it again. It's a 120-hour game, stupid. You've got way too much to do. Stop it. Stop it.
0: I've been thinking about it more because since Yakuza 6 got delayed, I've been looking at more Japanese stuff. And I'm like, oh, you know, you could get in and play Persona 5, especially since Shadow of Mordor fucking sucks. I was like, ah, oh, just, just ditch that. Throw it completely out of your console and just play Persona 5. Just do it. Maybe I will. I you could.
1: Know. You could. You You have a chance at this. I have been <laughs> drawn into another world, and unfortunately. Or fortunately, because it's amazing, we'll not be leaving it. You've been drawn into another
0: world, almost like a monster hunter world. (laughs) New York, New York, oh,
1: God, it's terrible. Awesome. Uh, Quick side note: there was another mention, of course, of the awesome toys that Todd McFarlane's doing for Gearbox. Erica was talking about going to that uh, the Toy Festival, Toy Con. Or toy fair, Mm. God bless whatever you want to call it, a toy fair. You know what? Just keep going
0: with other words. A toy festival, a toy festival, a toy toy celebration.
1: (laughs) 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 Uh, Anyway, she saw a booth which had all of the awesome Todd McFarlane Gearbox figurines in it, including the new ones and the old ones. And once again, made me sad because I want them, but uh, you know, my wife would kill me if I go buy a bunch of toys and set them mm. up around my awesome little desk area. Ah, so I'll have to slowly just do it, you know.
0: Just work them in. Hey, look, it's a basement repair. One of my toys got ruined. Which one was it? I threw it out already, but this is replacing it. Yep. I have never seen go. that before. Well, I yeah, upgraded. It's you know. Something's yeah.
1: been there. Why would you pay attention? It was behind to my
0: it? coffee cup. You couldn't see him. I don't exactly.
1: know exactly. He was hidden behind the statue right there. It's fine. Don't worry about it.
0: Mm. Perfect. <laughs> then another bit that did catch my eye is that Lisa was talking about them having a new influencer management system, talking about people making videos, making streams, doing all kinds of stuff. Hey, we do all kinds of stuff. I'm excited to hear about that when she includes us in that because we're definitely in it because we talk about Gearbox all the time and we talk about the games and all that stuff. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you, Elisa. Doctor Elisa, I should say. I was gonna hey, say she's a doctor. And you thanks. say doctor
1: now. And you address her by her last name. So we gotta change how we do all this up. So you know, if we wanna get on this list, we gotta gotta do go through the right channels and figure this stuff out. <laughs> gotta
0: put a tie on. Exactly. Button up your shirt. I'm smooth, gonna have to write a six hundred
1: page dissertation on why I deserve to be part of this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then you could be Doctor Eric. That's
1: oh perfect. hell yeah. You don't want a Dr. Eric. I can promise you that. No, that's a You ever met wh- Dr. Zed? Well, something like that. It's going to be worse than that. yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Promise you. And, of course, something we're both going to touch on here was the user research team. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. They went ahead and went through, like, the process uh, of their, you know, their play tester interns and then, of course, the mm-hmm. normal play testers they get and how usually they hire from just around the local area and just reward them with swag and fun things. But then they do like a super serious one where they actually hire in uh, playtest interns and then have them go through like a rigorous two week or week long process. And it was just really neat to hear about how that goes and then the different stages of it and what kind of feedback they ask for and how they give it to them. It was really neat. I loved hearing about it.
0: Yeah, I've been, I've been begging for more of from them, so I'm glad somebody heard my begging and gave me a lot more from the user research team. I was I thought it was really cool just seeing that breakdown. Like you said, at day one, you get a questionnaire here. Day three, you got this. Day four, it's at the beginning of the day. Day five, it's at the end of the day. All this kind of breakdown of what they're looking for from their testers. And then they mentioned at the very end of their little wrap-up thing that they're going to the Games User Research Summit out in California, I think San Francisco sometime later this year. I would be very excited to know what kinds of stuff they find out there. Like, I mean, obviously it's like a, a user research trade show. Trade shows are always amazing because you find out all the kind of crazy stuff that happens in those industries. I would love for them to bring back a bunch of cool stories, even of just stuff that they're not going to implement, but that they thought sounded really cool. I would love to hear that kind of stuff. User research team, you guys are the mans and ladies. You guys are awesome. I want to hear more from you, even more, even more than this. Tell me all the things. I love it.
1: Yes, I enjoyed this whole segment. That was awesome. Keep that up because getting in on that inner knowledge kind of thing, that's that's what it's all about. It's kind of seeing what goes on behind the screen, how their processes actually work instead of just me conjuring in my head what I, what I think they do and what happens. Mm-hmm. Actually seeing what it is or written or whatever videos, all that is awesome.
0: Absolutely, and then last one for me, I know we talked about it earlier, but somewhere in this publishing blog, someone said, hey, we're already starting work on some marketing materials for a game where you go one-on-one with other players. That's Project 1v1, I can't wait to see some launch trailers, some launch footage, some little freaking posters you can put up on the wall for Project 1v1. I know you're excited about that, Eric.
1: I am not excited, and not because the game doesn't have potential, (laughs) But because I keep saying it, Matt, and I'll say it until I'm blue in the face, if they don't get some information on their big dog Borderlands 3 out before they throw another game out, I feel like it's going to get eaten alive again. They've got to get the the nugget, the big cheese, ahead of the game. Just announce. I'm not saying they've got to be like, hey, here it is, before they can do another game. But they've got to have it in the works, announced, officially announced with trailers at least launch dates speculative launch dates preferable something before they throw out another uh side project title because otherwise everyone's just gonna go nom 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 where's my borderlands 3
0: i generally agree with you in this one and i know we talked about it before how i said if they announced borderlands 3 and then did something else it would kind of just get run over and they'd be like, okay, who cares about this dumb thing? I want borderlands. But I think for something like this, which is so far removed from borderlands, I think it would work. I think the only other thing you can do that would work would be brothers in arms, just because that's a known entity, a known franchise. We've talked about it a million times before, mm-hmm. but as far as one V one. Yeah. I think I agree that you have to maybe show off one V one at the same time that you're announcing borderlands three. Cause I mean, you're going to have some kind of event or, trailer or stream or something to do that maybe have that just be just a little quick teaser on the end of that so you announce them both at the same time so people can't just like crap on 1v1 for the 3 months it takes to get to an announcement I mm-hmm. feel like that would work pretty good
1: something anything like that would work I'm do I'm saying this because I want Project 1v1 to succeed mm-hmm. but if I can I'm promising you I'm promising it's not it's just not going to If it it does, if it comes out, like, oh, my gosh. It's doomed. It's so doomed. And It doesn't have to be doomed. It doesn't. Yeah. It could be successful. Now, back on track here. I just feel like it has to be coming in -in tongue-in-cheek with the other, because then everyone's going to say, okay, Borderlands is coming, Project 1v1's here now, and like you said, Project 1v1's going to be a completely different beast and I think a lot of people could have a ton of fun with it because it's like them quick fire matches. You go in, you just have a blast, have a good time, pop in, pop out, you know, get a couple cards, upgrade your abilities, roll in, and, you know, and have a blast. It's not like some huge story driven thing with tons of crazy loot and in depth, hundreds of hours played in. So mm-hmm. it's not like you're going to be fighting one another for attention and whatnot. It's a totally separate entity, and it could succeed, even off the coattails of an announcement of Borderlands 3 in my opinion, which I hope is what they do, but we'll find out. I mean, either way, I am excited to see it and hear it, and, You know, especially since they've probably been working on this thing a ton since they threw out that uh, little pre-alpha uh, shindig. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm looking forward to seeing what form it eventually takes, if it does stay that you know, the same thing that we saw in that technical test or pre-alpha or whatever it was, or if it, you know, kind of blows up into its own kind of unique little styles or unique artistic touches or... I, I don't know. I would like to see how it's evolved, and uh, hopefully we'll be getting a little bit of that shortly. And then unless there was anything else in that publishing blog for you, Eric, I think we'll just roll on into the five-star battle. Oh, they're not five stars yet. Nerdvana Live was back. I wanted to eat your soul, guys. But this time we did get Randy and Randy... And who's our Nerdvana Live correspondent? It's Eric. What happened on the show, dude?
1: I'm reporting from the old newsroom. Well, of course, it was Randy and Randy. They went on and on, had a ton of fun talking back and forth about all sorts of character design, things like that. If you want to hear it, as I always tell you, hey, get over there and check it out. I'm not telling you the whole shindig. The only nugget I am going to tell you is that in their conversation with some callers, Uh, A question was asked about Borderlands 3 and being able to choose and diversify your characters, male, female, different looks, etc. And they responded with, no, because we're telling a story and uh, the story requires the characters to be a certain way, a certain thing. So therefore, that discludes the entire idea of this being like a -a games-as-a-service sort of shindig because you're going to be playing very specific characters. And that would be super weird if there were just 500 tiny Tinas uh, all over the place. So, to me, that kind of took away the option of that format in general and it put it right back in the realm of what Borderlands always has mm. been uh, couch co op, story driven, uh, looter shooter. So, pretty neat. But they did say they love diversification. And that you've seen it in Battleborn more times where they got the new outfits and the different things and how they made uh, your hands, like what you're looking, you know, because you can't see Mm -hmm. yourself. But they they want it so when you do wear something unique that you do get the sense that you know you're in something unique. That's why they want to make sure with the hands and the weaponry, it's very different. And they said expect to see that more and more with the next Borderlands.
0: Mm. Now, see, I was... I was feeling sad because I liked customiz- customizing things. And so when you were saying that you know you couldn't pick your character because you have to play these very specific characters, I was thinking of like Commander Shepard. Everyone's Commander Shepard looked different unless you played the red-headed Fem which you always should because she was awesome. But everyone's Shepard was the same character, but you could make him look completely different and make different choices. So I, I see where they're coming from because it's always been that way in Borderlands. You're always playing the character but i feel like you could offer some diversification in that i mean even if it's just skin tone male female would be a little hard because you'd have to record two sets of dialogue back and forth but i feel like they could put a little bit more in there other than just skins because i know we like gearbox and all that stuff but when you start talking about well you have to play specific characters but we're going to make new skins for them well you're going to if they're going to be premium-looking skins, you're probably going to be paying premium currency or money for those. I don't know. It makes me. It made me kind of like go. Ew. But I don't know. We haven't seen it well, for sure. But
1: you got to go back to a Randy Pitchford statement. Remember, he said he's not about that loot. You know that uh, that microtransaction life. So that's not something he intends to do.
0: But they had him in Battleborn.
1: That's true. But he, when he was asked that question about Borderlands, he said, "I'm not about the microtransaction life." with this series, and it won't uh, turn into that. So we have to go, currently, we have to go by what we heard and what true. we said, and that that's not going to be the case. And you're going to get these skins by unlocking uh, titles and events, you know, like you used mm. to do all yeah, the time. Yeah, true, true. And, and skin tones could change. In, in the whole thing, they talked about the diversification mm. through the skins and whatnot, and they said they, they are willing to go off the cuff as they have with some of these other skins previously in other true. titles and really make them zany and fun. So you could definitely get different skin tones, wildly different outfits, which you're still the same character. You just look almost completely different.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's fair. We'll have to see what it becomes anyway. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. all just guesswork at this point. But I I really wanted the answer to be, yeah, you can totally be any kind of race, creed, culture, sex you want to be just because that – would make it infinitely more fun. Because I can play through as a siren again, but now it's a dude siren who's all buff and jacked and has crazy siren tattoos looking like a Samoan guy. That'd be pretty awesome. Come on, admit it.
1: Trust me, I love character diversification. I love being able to just pick whatever the hell I want. I always make him look like a uh, an older stupider version of myself and I get cracks and I love it. It's the best <laughs> thing true. ever. However, I also love a tight, awesome yeah. story. And the bottom line is you generally don't get that when you're dealing with the whole character customization thing because they can never do a personalized yeah, sentence. Yeah, that's true. It's always got to be hey, hey hero,
0: you've done the thing.
1: Hero? Yeah. You're such a rascally rabbit maybe. <laughs> Why don't you go over here and try this? Instead, with an actual character who's a known entity, they can say, Hey, Lilith, you're a piece of blah, blah, blah. Remember when you did this? Well, guess what? Now, blah, 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 blah. That's true. And it all happened because that's what happened.
0: So anything else in Nerdvana that uh, tickled your fancy there, Eric?
1: Well, besides that little nugget, uh, there was some other fun conversation, but I'm not going to divulge it because, you know what? Get over there and listen to it for yourself. I'm only going to give you big tidbits or nuggets that pertain to, you know, ooh, some tasty stuff for the next Borderlands or whatever, Boer Brothers in Arms, etc., that they talk mm. about. And that was the only piece, I think, that was relevant in that discussion. So that's about it. Cool. And
0: then that's about it for the show, except for... Bang! dong! Oh, I promise you there would be a mailbag question this week. And hey, Buddy Jozos, it's not your mailbag question because we do have a little bit of time for that one. So don't get, don't get in a fret. Don't get in a fuss. Yours is coming either next week or the week after that. Don't worry about it. But here's an older question that we got from our buddy Steve Cadwallader at Code CodeCadwallader on Twitter. He writes, ding dong, mailbag time. I've been seeing more and more promotional videos around Borderlands, for example, Krieg's Rack Wings. Think something is coming up soon, or are they just trying to tease people into not forgetting them?
1: Well, let me tell you, I listen to a thousand and one podcasts every single week, and different outlets that have all sorts of access to different individuals and the uh, development and whatever publishing side of the world, and the rumors and rumblings have begun. Now before it was just me and Matt spouting and going it's got to be it's, it's got to be it's been years right <laughs>
0: shouting it it's fr- from one of those like <laughs> one of those alps <laughs> horns from the mountains of conjecture land it's got to be a Ricola horn whatever you call those
1: ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez so before it's just been us conjecturing and thinking it's got to be coming but now there are rumors and rumblings everywhere that we are going to be hearing about Borderlands 3 come this E3 or this year at least at some point in time. Everyone's talking mostly E3, but of course, PAX West is you know where they're known to do all sorts of crazy things and whatnot. So I don't put that out of the question, but I suspect E3 is probably going to be where we get that big, you know, weird, cool, two-minute-long, techno-heavy, psychotic trailer. I'm hoping. I think you're right in answer to that, basically, is that uh, they're starting to ramp things up, get your mind back in the Borderlands vibe. You're starting to see the streams and the YouTubes again, people playing Borderlands a little bit more. I feel like everybody's waking back up to it, and that's what they want. They want you back in it because they're going to be talking about it heavy come this summer
0: now I'm going to go negative Jones and I'm going to spin this a different way and say, no, I don't think there's any concrete plans because if you listen to Randy Pitchford talk, he never has concrete plans for anything. It just is announced when it's announced and it ships when it ships and it's done when it's done and we do it when we do it. So I think this is just a part of that publishing arm slash social marketing wing that they've been doing for We Happy Few and all these other games that they're working on the publishing stuff for because we've seen recipes and stuff for We Happy Few. So I think when they're building that up, they're going, hey, what else have we made in the past? Oh, we've had these Rackwing things. We've had, you know, Claptrap's Pizza Party thing. We, we need to start putting those out too so people don't forget about our existing franchises. I think that could be what it is. I mean, we saw Echo Casts, the uh, Echo Net Twitter, pop up like once late last year Sometime last year, and we thought, "Oh man, something's coming," and then it just went dead silent for like the next eight months. So I don't feel like anything's imminent because I've been burned a thousand times before. But it could be. But I'm just, I just think that this might just be in that pot of well, we have to do stuff for we happy few. Why don't we throw these Borderlands things out too? Because those are fun. People will remember those. I mean, I thought earlier, what was it? They had like that uh, that Doctor Z live stream thing. I thought that was going to be something. Obviously it wasn't, nothing happened with that like ever again. So I, f- I feel like it was building up before, but I feel like these most recent ones are just, it's in the pot with the rest of them, stir them up. Here's a wee Happy Few, here's a Borderlands, here's a this, here's a that. That's what I feel. I'm, I'm going to be the negative one on this one. There you go.
1: There you go, Steve. There you go. I'm saying you're going to hear something that E3, Matt's saying it's never coming, Borderlands 3 is a myth. Randy's never going to put it out because it doesn't exist. Well, hey, it's a
0: myth until it's not a myth. And if it's not a myth, then we don't myth it until it's not a myth.
1: <laughs> we don't mythonize it until it's a myth. That's right. But it could be. <laughs>
0: So yes, thank you for the question, Steve. Sorry I was negative on this one. But hey, if anyone else has got any questions for us, any comments, any concerns, mailbag questions, if you just want to say hi, if you want to tell us we suck, if you want to invite us to your influencer uh, engagement system, you can do that via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshift.me, and you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift.
1: Indeed you can. And if you liked what you hear, or you thought you hated us and you just want to throw money at us to make us quit... You can go do that over at the Patreon. You can be a wonderful patron. Ask some of our current patrons. We treat them like gold. We love each and every one of them. They love us, too. That's (laughs) right. Just ask Joe's (laughs) O's. He loves it. He Uh loves it. He loves the flogging. He loves the abuse. Exactly. He says he might not, but it's a lie. It's a lie. (laughs) I tell you, we treat it like a tip jar. Throw in a buck, five bucks, hundred bucks, thousand bucks. Anything that you want and or can throw in is appreciated. We uh, use it, obviously, to improve the show, get supplies, keep the lights on, all that good stuff. If you can't, that's fine, too, because money is money, my friends. You can also go ahead and throw us mailbag questions, feedback on Facebook, Twitter, all the usuals. We appreciate it more than you could know.
0: And, of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 16th of March for our very next episode. You can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Podbean. As Eric said, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it.
1: We do. And we love animals too. And you know what? I've had some conversations with animals and there's a new story coming. I'm telling you, <laughs> these iTunes guys and these five stars, it goes beyond what anybody could imagine. It's, it's, it goes deep, my friends. So you know what? Get on there and give us those five stars. And I'm going to tell you another story soon about what you're doing when you do that because it's 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 messed up man but it's needed and we need it
0: you know what else we need to do we need to say
1: don't forget
0: to say